Illinois' only natural shoreline is eroding at a harrowing rate. High Lake Michigan water levels and battering winter storms are stripping Illinois Beach State Park of its shore and the adjacent parkland. Like other outdoor areas in the state closed by COVID-19 restrictions, Illinois Beach is now reopened. WBEZ's Jerome McDonald went to check out the aftermath of persistent flooding on the park's natural treasures. From this spot near the Illinois-Wisconsin border, you can see a crown jewel of our natural world, Illinois Beach State Park. You may know it for its campground and harbor and, okay, the remnants of the Zion nuclear plant. But people who love nature know how unique this place is. It's why landscape architect Jens Jensen pushed for this land to be a state preserve way back in 1888. I met Brad Semmel at the park's visitor center earlier this spring. He says naturalists like him are stunned by the preserve's diversity. There's about 14 or 15 natural communities here at Illinois Beach, ranging from Beach, Fordoon, uh, Pan A, which are globally significant uh, wetlands. They're found only here and along the shorelines of Lake Bacal in, in Russia. Semmel is a natural heritage biologist for the Illinois Department of Natural Resources, and he's not kidding about the global significance of Illinois Beach. In 2015, a United Nations Convention on Wetlands put this area right up there with places like the Everglades. But Lake Michigan's rise has meant erosions cutting deeply into the park's treasures. Just north of the nuclear plant, there's a restored prairie. The storms this January threw three or four feet of sand way up on shore, half burying trees and critically endangering some rare plant habitat. This is one of those globally significant pan A's. And here we had a diversity of twig sedge and uh, twig rush and uh, hypericum and Ohio goldenrod and just a, a plethora of rare and endangered species. And you can see this dune of the overwash is just uh, covering this up. There's endangered animals here too. One of them is the Blanding's turtle. Gary Glowacki is a wildlife biologist with Lake County Forest Preserves. He says they've put dozens of transmitters on the turtles. We are right on the water here. The turtles normally nest right on the water? No, um, ideally they're going to nest in areas that are high and dry. We're about five feet from the, the water's edge here, um, and there's probably 20 or 30 feet of additional beach here last summer. And this is uh, pretty disheartening to see this, this dramatic loss of nesting habit that's so critically important for, for turtles that live you know, in this area. Unfortunately, losing the beachfront is nothing new at Illinois Beach. The geologic process known as littoral drift normally pushes sand south. But the high lake levels dramatically accelerated the process. Warm winters have left no ice dams to protect the shores from getting chewed up by storms. Don Wilson's been a prairie steward at the park since the 1980s, and he's been coming here since he was a boy. He points out towards something in the water. And if you look out here at this concrete circle, that was Zion's pumping station in the 50s and 60s. They pumped water from the lake up to the water tower in Zion. So and then there was a lot of beach beyond that. Like how much beach beyond that? At least 500 feet. 500 feet. <laughs> so that is, and that baby is, is probably two, 300 feet out in the water now? I would guess so. But what's happened to the shoreline is just the beginning. 
winter storms pushed huge amounts of sand and stones and even trees into the mouths of large creeks that feed into the lake. That created a flood of runoff water over much of the park. We're at the confluence of the Dead Dog Creek and Lake Michigan. And this uh, water should be flowing out into Lake Michigan and draining down the wetlands behind it. And unfortunately, because of this big sand plug here, the water is now backing up into the wetlands. And we're going to have deep, silt-laden, nutrient-laden water going through the wetlands and, and impacting the, the quality of our wetlands. At another creek, Kellogg Creek, the flooding looked even worse. The clogged creeks pushed water into hundreds of acres of the park, forcing insects, rare plants, and animals to survive the winter underwater. It takes heavy machinery to unclog the creeks, then storms clog it again. A recent flood jeopardized access to a Lake County pumping station on the shore. Even before this disastrous winter, the state had set aside $45 million to help mitigate damage to this area of the park. This summer, a pilot project will strategically deposit two banks of rubble underwater offshore. The idea is to reduce as much wave energy as possible. It's the latest generation of shoreline protection. Then next year, some more permanent underwater islands get installed offshore. We're hoping that these offshore tune structures um, can actually deposit the sand where we want it to go. They can actually protect some of the shoreline from the rapid rate of erosion that we've been experiencing in recent years with these high water levels. Advanced testing of these new underwater offshore islands takes place in tanks in Ontario this summer. In the meantime, Kellogg Creek keeps clogging and the beaches keep drifting away at Illinois Beach State Park. Jerome McDonald, WBEZ News.